0: The real-time graphic of the U.S. debt clock going higher and higher is familiar to many. Where is the money going? Is a U.S. economic collapse coming? Will America's debt contribute to a U.S. economic collapse? Today's edition of Differing Things will look at these very issues. Now for today's host, Dr. Bill Petrie. King Solomon in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7 states, The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is the slave of the lender. A trillion dollars is beyond the grasp of ordinary people. What is a trillion dollars? A trillion dollars equals one, comma, zero, 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 comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero 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 that is a one with 12 zeros to the left of the decimal point a trillion is a million million in February 2022 the USA debt Reached $30 trillion. Only 20 months earlier, in April of 2020, the debt was less than $25 trillion. USDebtClock.org estimated that each US citizen's share of the debt was about $92,600. How did one of the wealthiest nations in modern history become so indebted? The public debt is made up of both public debt and intergovernmental debt. Most of the debt, over twenty-three and a half trillion dollars, is debt held by the public. This includes treasury bills, notes, and bonds. Owned by American investors, the Federal Reserve, and foreign governments. The other six and a half trillion dollars is intragovernmental debt, which consists of government account series securities owned by federal agencies. These would be things such as Social Security. Federal Public Employee Retirement Funds and Military Retirement Funds is some of the larger examples. But some of the largest areas of regular U.S. expenditures include Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, Defense, and Wars, the net interest on the debt, and federal pensions. Add to that the extraordinary items, such as the federal government's massive 2020 coronavirus response. Debt comes when we spend more than we earn. Many who go into debt do so with the hope that future earnings will make it possible to pay the deficit. There is a great deal of wealth in America, but increasingly, The wealthiest seem to get richer, while many people slip below the poverty line each year. The national debt is more than the country produces in a year. Even if everything the United States produced in one year went toward paying off the debt, it still would not be able to afford it. When compared with the gross domestic product, or GDP, The United States debt is more than 100% of gross domestic product, which is known as an unhealthy level. It has been at this level for years, but the government continues to spend on mandatory programs like Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. The federal government also pays several billions of dollars per year on interest payments to treasury investors. While the national debt is large, investors typically have confidence in the economy. Foreign investors like China and Japan keep buying treasuries as a safe investment. That helps keep interest rates lower. However, if that ever faltered, interest rates would rise because weak demand for treasury notes drives up interest rates therefore solomon gave the following warning to his son in proverbs chapter 11 and verse 15 he states whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer but whoever refuses to shake hands and pledge is safe if congress ever threatens to hold the debt ceiling the limit on the national debt and not raise or suspend it, then the United States could be in jeopardy of default. In modern history, the United States has never defaulted on its debt, but Congress has in the past delayed the raising or suspension of it, which has caused confidence in the economy to dwindle for periods of time. When the national debt hits the debt ceiling, it puts the nation in jeopardy of default. Congress must raise or suspend the debt ceiling to prevent that. But that also just means that the debt to gross domestic product ratio continues to increase to even unhealthier levels. Investors worry about default when the debt to gross domestic product ratio is greater Than 77%. That is the tipping point, according to a study by the World Bank, which found that if the debt to GDP ratio exceeds 77% for an extended period, it slows economic growth. Every percentage point of debt above this level costs the country. 0.017 percentage points in annual economic growth. Multiple studies have shown that a high level of national debt dampens growth over the long term because it impacts interest rates. The Congressional Budget Office found that an increase of one percentage point in debt is a percentage of gross domestic product could raise interest rates by two to three basis points. Higher interest rates slow the economy because businesses borrow less and do not have the funds to expand and hire new workers, which can reduce demand. As people spend less money, businesses may lower Businesses may lower prices, which means they also make less money. When that happens, there is the risk of layoffs. All of this can cause a recession. The national debt becomes a sovereign debt crisis when the country is unable to pay it off or lower it by paying its bills. The first sign is when the country finds it can no longer get a low interest rate from lenders. Banks worry that the country cannot afford to pay the bonds, and they fear that it will go into debt default. They require higher yields to offset that risk. That costs the country more to refinance its debt. At some point, a country cannot afford to keep rolling over debt. When it threatens to default, it creates a crisis. An example of this is the Greek debt crisis, which ultimately led to the Eurozone debt crisis. For these reasons, Solomon tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 5, it is better not to make a vow than to make one and not fulfill it. In other words, it is better not to take on debt than to take on debt and not able to pay it. When the national debt is below the tipping point, government spending continues and contributes to a growing economy, which means more funding for programs that you and I can take advantage of. But when the debt exceeds the tipping point, our standard of living is impacted. Interest rates eventually must increase and that typically slows the economy. We see this taking place in the United States at the present. We also note the stock market then reacts to a lack of investor confidence which then means lower returns on your investments again we see this in stark detail in the year 2022 if you own any stocks the bottom line is a recession becomes very possible and maybe even probable the united states census bureau reported that 13.4 percent of the United States population lived below the poverty level in the year 2022. This is equal to more than approximately 42 and a half million Americans living below the poverty line. This puts downward pressure on a country's currency because its value is tied to the value of the country's bonds. As the currency's value declines, foreign bond holders' repayments are worth less. That further decreases demand and drives up interest rates. As the currency's value declines, goods and services may become more expensive, and that contributes to inflation. When you do not have enough money to pay your bills, You must borrow it. This is also true for the United States when obligations must be met. Local, state, and federal governments largely raise money through taxes, borrowing, and selling securities. So where does the United States stand in terms of its debt? History.com gives this overview of the U- United States national debt from the time of the Great Depression. I quote, The national debt again jumped dramatically as the economy tanked in the size, scope, and role of government expanded during the Great Depression and the New Deal. Then came World War II when the debt to gross domestic product ratio would rise above 77% for the first time in the nation's history, reaching 113% at that time, a record by the end of that conflict. In the post-war years, the national debt shrank in comparison to the booming post-war economy, which saw high GDP growth. The debt to gross domestic product ratio went as low as 24% in 1974. Recession and rising interest rates soon caused it to swing upwards again, as did the huge permanent tax cuts during Ronald Reagan's first term. And this increased spending on both defense and social programs and by the early 1990s, the debt to gross domestic product ratio had reached nearly 50%. America has on its currency, in God we trust. Has this become an empty phrase? Economic growth in the late 90s, combined with tax increases under pre- both Presidents George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton, helped bring the debt load back in line. And by 2001, the national debt was less than 33% of gross domestic product. But that would soon change, thanks to increased military spending after the terrorist attacks of 9-11, tax cuts under George W. Bush, and the arrival of the Great Recession, when gross domestic product fell rapidly and business activity and tax revenue shrank. Despite the nation's economic recovery and the end of the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, the US debt to gross domestic product ratio has remained above 100% since 2013. During fiscal year 2017, the total national debt passed $20 trillion for the first time in the nation's history. Debt levels continued to rise. The COVID-19 epidemic is impacting national debts across the globe. The Congressional Budget Office projects a federal deficit of $1 trillion in 2020. An economic stimulus package from Congress could prompt the U.S. national debt to surpass $35 trillion or higher. America once known as the richest nations in history, has become a debtor nation. Even though most of the debt is owned by Americans, the United States debt has increased dramatically in recent years. It was not too many years ago during the presidency of Bill Clinton that the United States had discussion in Congress about mandating balanced budgets, end of quote. Many factors in a free economy can challenge the effectiveness of its financial system. Greed and dishonesty by major companies have taken their toll. Financial scandals have undermined public trust. To reduce the debt, the country could raise taxes and or cut spending. These are two of the tools of contradictionary fiscal policy. And either tactic could slow economic growth. Spending cuts come with pitfalls, though. In 2021, government spending was 30% of gross domestic product which is the value of all goods and services produced in a country in any given year. If the government cuts spending too much, GDP will drop and economic growth will slow. That leads to less revenue and a larger deficit. Tax increases can also slow economic growth. One study found that a tax increase of 1% lowers real gross domestic product by about 3%. The real GDP is an inflation-adjusted measure that simplifies tracking the GDP from year to year. Most governments can safely finance their deficits with the help of government bonds instead of balancing the budget. If the debt is below the tipping point, creditors have confidence that the government will repay them. The tipping point is when the amount of public debt hinders a country's ability to grow economically. When debt is moderate, government interest rates can remain low, and that allows governments to keep running deficits for years. What's the difference between the federal budget deficit and the national debt, you may ask? The federal budget deficit is how much the government has borrowed in a single year to fund that year's budget. The national debt is the total amount that a government has borrowed over time. A budget deficit increases the national debt. Well, a budget surplus decreases it. The status of those who must borrow, the Bible is clear in Proverbs 22, 7, when it states, the borrower is servant to the lender. Keep that in mind. The borrower is servant to the lender. The staggering amount of national and personal debt could have serious repercussions, including a depression. If America does not pay its debts, difficult economic times will come for millions of people, especially Those who are dependent on entitlements from the government. Wealthy civilizations that were known for their military power and influence have collapsed in the past. Will America join the list of ancient civilizations that lie in ruin? Incurring debt and not repaying it is a mark against the character of an individual as well as a nation. No family or nation can afford to live beyond its means indefinitely. The laws of economics as well as the laws of God show that default brings pain on all. God wants mankind to prosper. But God will allow a family or a nation that refuses to live by his guidelines to suffer. They will suffer the consequences of their actions. God is very clear that debt is a bad thing. In Romans 13 verse 8, the Apostle Paul states, Let no debt remain outstanding, except the continuing debt to love one another, for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Proverbs chapter 22 verses 26 and 27 state, Do not be one of those who enter agreements who put up security for loans. If you have nothing with which to pay, even your bed will be taken from under you. Is it possible that a great nation with all the fantastic resources that the United States has, is it possible that it could end in financial ruin? Will a financial crisis bring about a United States economic collapse? The future is unclear as to exactly what will happen in the years ahead. But it is sure that if Americans forsake God and seek their own way, the wealth that has sustained America throughout its history will surely fade away. Because of sin, the Bible gives us a very important warning. Psalm 37 verse 21 tells us, The wicked borrows, but does not pay back. But the righteous is generous and gives. The fact that our debt continues to escalate Does it imply that our country is becoming a country that God would deem wicked? After all, the wicked borrows, but does not pay back. Job chapter 24 and verse 9 goes on to say, The fatherless child is snatched from the breast. The infant of the poor is seized. For a debt. Folks, the United States is quickly on its way to becoming an enslaved nation to all of its creditors. Beware, your bed will be taken from under you. Good day, and God bless. We want to thank you for listening to this week's Differing Things podcast. If you would like to get more information about the Bible, please check out our website, www.beacon-ministries.org. Do not forget to join us next week for a new Differing Things podcast.